This episode is brought to you by Monday Hair Care. A big thank you to our amazing sponsor, Monday Hair Care, for not only allowing this podcast to happen, but for taming my huge frizzy pregnancy hair with their amazing best-selling line, Smooth, and giving some of my bigness to Emma with their volume shampoo and conditioner. Their products are free from SLS and parabens and are Leafing Bunny approved, which is the gold standard for cruelty-free beauty internationally. Monday's available in more than 30 countries, is the number one hair care brand on TikTok, and has won loads of beauty awards. Head to mondayhaircare.com to find out where you can get your hands on their beautiful pink bottles. Thanks, Monday. Morena. Morning. How are you? Hi, I'm very good. How are you? You sound sleepy. I am. I just woke up. I'm actually still in my pyjamas. Nice. But such is my dedication to the pod. Just in case I need it, I have um, a bottle of three-euro candy here. Oh, thank God. Should I need to relax? I know. I'm quite, I'm actually quite dreading it. I mean, you, you don't have to drink. But as we know, my dedication to the pod is unmatched. I don't have to, but now it's kind of a shtick. <laughs> I feel like I need to. Nah, I'll see how I go. It's essential. It's a key part of our appeal. The alcoholism is essential. <laughs> do you know what I was thinking this morning? I was like, I've got to warn them that I'm actually not an alcoholic because I don't want to do it. What do you mean? Well, like, I don't want to drink it, but I will. You're just forced to drink. Well, that's right. By the voice in your head. <laughs> <laughs> the voice in my head saying, keep it up, it's funny. I'm, I'm going to have a glass now. It's already kicking in. To be fair, it's nearly midday here. Yes, fair. In beautiful Perugia, which I've been calling Perugia all week. Oh, is it Perugia? Of course. I've been calling it Perugia as well. Oh, see, I wonder if I no one had corrected me. I was like, probably all my friends think it's also Perugia. The lady at the chicken counter was like, oh, one for Perugia. And I was like, oh, no. That makes so much more sense. One of us is wrong. And it's it's probably not the woman who works in an airport. <laughs> It's like when people call Puglia Puglia. I haven't heard that. That's highly entertaining. <laughs> I can't do. I kind of want to hear someone say that now. It's a very amusing. We have to, um, beautiful Estonia, just down in Puglia. It's actually a little, little known region of southern Italy. Hun, every man and his dog has been there in the last four to five years. It's suddenly become so popular, hasn't it? So popular. It's kind of like Sicily after the White Lotus effect or like, yeah. where else is everyone going now? Everyone's going to Portugal now. Instead of like yeah, Spain. Yeah, people love Portugal. We had an absolute sender in Puglia, didn't we? Oh, Puglia, yeah, we did there as well. It's one of the biggest nights of my life. And then the next morning, I really? was... Really? In Puglia? Yeah. Why was it so big? It wasn't big for me, not that I remember. We were swimming off the rocks and stuff. And then the next oh, day, yes, yes. I had to drive the rental car to the airport and I couldn't do it. And our friend had to drive because I was literally being sick in a plastic bag the whole way to the airport. It's I've never had a worse hangover. I don't I think we mixed a lot of alcohols. I remember like someone poured like rose or beer into my glass of rose. Did that stop me? And you drank it. I drank it. Oh. I mean this was five years ago, okay? Summer down. Just because you're smug and pregnant now. <laughs> we're all we're all disgusting, okay? <laughs> I'm not denying that I was that I was not disgusting <laughs> back in the day. Well, I mean here I go opening a opening a key into it. 
at London, 10.30am, but at least it's Italy 11. Smug and pregnant. I haven't heard those two words <laughs> in a sentence together. I'll tell you right now, I'm not feeling too smug that I'm pregnant when I'm waking up to pee three times a night. <laughs> like an old woman. The alcohol-freeness of it all, you know. You can look down on yeah. us. Yeah, you can get on your high horse when you're not drinking, I reckon. You can climb atop your leggy steed yeah. and look down on us. Look upon the peasants. Your alcoholic mates. Sorry, everyone, for the lengthy intro. Welcome to our podcast, <laughs> Takeaways. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Takeaways Podcast. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining. Emma is coming to you live from Perugia in Italy, where I'm flying to tonight. We have a wedding tomorrow, Whoa. which we are so excited for. And I am still in London. It's sunny today as well. It's blue sky sunny. Oh, that's so good. That is great news. It was forecasted for thunderstorms. Oh, I can hear that wind too. Sorry, guys. I we don't have Wi-Fi in the in the like house we're staying in. It's outside on the patio, so I'm recording outdoors. It's not it's not for the aesthetic. It's purely for connectivity. It was meant to be thunderstorms for the four days we're here, and I felt so awful for the bride. But it's actually a beautiful day, kind pretty much. It's um, clearing up for tomorrow too. The forecast, so all in all, good Thank news. God, yeah, phenomenal news. All right. Well, what did you have for dinner last night in Italy? Please tell me it was pasta. We went straight into town from the airport, just like we wanted to sit in a cafe and have a little April spritz. We got into the city centre. City's generous. We got into the town. Absolutely everything was shut. Everything. Oh, we ended no. up like We managed to swindle a, a what little... What time? Two o'clock. Oh, rough. Three o'clock, yeah, it was. It was, it was very Italian. Siesta. Siesta time. I, I thought that kind of went out the window in late September, but no. And then we, we did manage to find a panini and some ice cream, and then... Panino. Panino. We got back to <laughs> Panino. We got back to the hotel at like 5.30, and then we're like, we're not going out. But we bought bread and cheese and stuff, so we just had some... Yum. Just had baguettes with some... What did we have? We had a truffle cheese, a gorgonzola, and then like a hard cheese, kind of like a comp day, and some bread, I mean, some oil and vinegar, and like five bottles of rosé. That's so nice. Divine. Very Italian. What about you? Slightly French. I made a spicy lamb ragu gnocchi type thing. It was so yum. Sam absolutely loves gnocchi, so I was going to do it with pasta, but I was like, you know what? The guy's been doing a lot lately. I'll throw him a bone and make him some gnocchi. I basically made the like lamb ragu first, had red wine in it, tomato paste, some thyme, trying to think what else, onion, cooked it all up. Um, and then at the end, I mixed through just a tin of white beans, some cream, and then mixed through the gnocchi, and then put more chili and basil on top, and it was so so yum, delicious, and not unhealthy. Well, there wasn't like loads of nutrients, so I would say. Yeah, but not loads of bad stuff either. No, no, I guess not. No, well, it's not like it wasn't like it was highly processed. It's how I look at it. Sounds like a treat. It was. It was delicious. I was thrilled with it. Um, I've actually posted it. Haven't checked. I haven't been on Instagram today, so I don't know if it did well. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> Thank you. If other people liked it too. Reels are so tricky. Like, I feel like even the reels that you put up, I find them so funny that I'm like, oh, it's got 20 likes. Oh, this is not how we go viral. It's really hard. Guys, go like a reel. It is really hard with reels, but it is quite nice that you can see the views. True. You know, like it gives you like real time. Has this resonated with people or not? Yeah, yeah, that's very true, actually. How far has it reached? Yeah. Si, si, senora. I don't really understand the algorithm, to be honest, though. Like, Instagram I find really confusing. Some days 
some weeks I just like won't get any views on stuff and then some weeks it'll be really high and I'm positive it's not the quality of the recipes. I'm positive it is <laughs> Instagram's problem. <laughs> it couldn't be possible for it to be something you needed to have as a work on, you know. There's no way it's a you problem. It's got to be an Instagram problem. It 100%. couldn't possibly be a me problem. No, I just, I actually meant when I said that, that like the recipes wouldn't be like really shit or really good. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like I wouldn't be able to identify why one has resonated over another. Yeah, because it's not because of the quality. It's because of, it is because of Instagram. Yeah, like I find Instagram a bit confusing. TikTok just seems to be like you're either flying or dying, you know, like either you're getting millions or you're getting 200. <laughs> and there's no in between. Yeah, literally no in between. Well, who would you like to have for dinner this week or not have? Oh, I want to have. So this week, Alex went and saw the Burberry show was being held in London Fields and Alex went along and had a little look around and clapped eyes on some celebs. It was very exciting. You saw Gabrielle Union. I know. In the flesh. She was so cool too. Oh my God, she is my dream. So I want to have Gab Union and Dwayne Wade who are the ultimate power couple. It sounds like he's the only NBA player who doesn't cheat on his wife. Like they have a transgender daughter who they're phenomenal to. He's never, I don't know, been weird about it. He's super accepting. Sorry, was the girl a boy and now is a girl or the other way? Yes. So she was born a boy and then apparently she said she knew from like the age of three that she was meant to be a girl and he's been super supportive and they just have a beautiful marriage. She's had a lot of fertility struggles. She's got adenomyosis. And she ended up having to have a surrogate, but they've got like a beautiful family. And I'm just obsessed with her. She's so fucking cool ever since like Bring It On. And she's just really down to earth. Who said that? Apparently people, someone in an interview was saying that when you're at an event, you gravitate to Gabrielle Union. Really? Yeah. Like she is the person you just want to be around. Like she's so cool and lovely. I can imagine that. How nice is that? When I saw her come up, she seemed genuinely so nice and she was like waving to all the paps and like standing there for them and loads of celebs would just walk straight past and wouldn't come and like pose for the paps. And one of the, the paps actually was so nice. I know they're like literally the devil, but <laughs> they're lovely guys. I can't even tell you. They were like telling me who all the celebs were. Every time someone came out, they were like, oh, he's off Top Boy or like he's off this show so that I knew who everyone was. Were you standing with the paparazzi? Yeah, I was like right in, in the middle of them. Yeah, fully with them. Were they not like, go away, little girl? Like, we're, we're here trying to make money. No, they're, they're really accepting. I've done it a couple of times now, and they're really accepting of people, people joining them. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> I love celebs. I love celebs. And, yeah, so they would tell me, everyone that would come up, who they were, why they were famous, the, some, so some celebs would just keep walking and wouldn't bother posing for them. Yeah. Some would come over and I was like to one of the guys, like, why do some come and some don't? And he was like, it depends if they've been dressed by someone that they need to be shot in. So like we'll take their photo because the stylist or the brand or whatever has dressed them. Oh, my and God. And so they need us to take their photos in the thing for their, for their business arrangement. So they'll come over, oh. have their photo taken, and then we'll sell that to all the publications and then that's how it works. So, like, it is kind of a two-way street. So, it's not like if they're 
chill and nice, they'll come say hi, and if not, they'll walk on past. No, I think it's it's definitely like a sort of unsaid arrangement that they need each other, which is quite interesting. But then I do think some were just nicer than others. Like some would sort of be on their way past and then hear their name be called, come back and like do a bit of a pose, you know? Yeah, just because. Just to be nice, yeah. God, if I was a celebrity, you wouldn't catch me walking past, eh? I'd be in there like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> All these different poses. Like, who are you wearing? I'd be like, no one. It doesn't matter. It was, just it about was me. actually really awkward because some people would just come in and the paps just wouldn't yell for them because they weren't anyone. They'd just been invited to the show and they'd just have to walk on past <laughs> kind of shamelessly, like no one cared for them. Some of the celebs would come with huge entourages that have like four to five people really? all following in behind them, carrying their stuff. It was crazy. I was like, how did you get all your entourage to get tickets? And I don't even have one ticket. It's crazy. Takeaways pod didn't even get one ticket. <laughs> Honestly, one day more. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> Were they really big celebs? Is that why they had so many tickets? I don't know. I honestly didn't know half of them. You know me. I'm not great with those sort of things. I love celebs, no. but don't know them. <laughs> I love to look at them and wonder, I wonder who they are. I love that other people know who they are. <laughs> Probably see something out my psyche that if anyone would like to diagnose me, let me know. <laughs> the paparazzi would have been like, why? She'd be like, who's that? Okay, now, who's that? Who's that? They would be like, why are you here? Heaps of them were rappers, which I think is why I didn't know them, because I'm not really big into music and especially not rap. That makes me even more jealous. Yeah, I didn't photograph those ones. I was at home doing a second edit of the pod because I'm a psycho. I thought you were going to say a saint. I was like, yeah, you are. No, I'm OCD, but also I'm a, I'm a saint. I'm an actual saint, guys. Actual saint slash psycho. I'm going to move on because I've got a really exciting dinner guest. I'm going to have Katy Perry because... <gasps> oh my God, I was going to have her this week and I did a last minute pivot. I wondered if you were going to have her. I was like, we could end up with the same one this week. Oh my God, that would have been monumental. Yes, we're having KP. Yes, because, so I actually got up an article so that I can read what she said. So a while oh, back in yes. a Vogue interview in 2013, she said, she. so sorry, for anyone who doesn't know, Russell Brand is her ex-husband. They were married for two years, I think, and he's obviously being done at the moment for all these sexual assault cases, allegedly. And in her interview with Vogue yeah, in 2013, allegedly. she said that she had taken a lot of responsibility for the divorce initially until she found out the real truth. Yeah. And people have often wondered what she meant by that. She's never, ever, like, confirmed or denied, not that she's denied anything, but she's never elaborated, sorry, on what she meant. And the other thing she said about keeping his truth for a rainy day? Yes, yes. So... Weird. She's like, I yeah. can't I share his truth because I'm keeping it locked away for a rainy day. Yeah. What? Well, obviously she knew what an absolute creep he was. He is disgusting. Sorry, we say allegedly, but not because we don't believe the victims, but because he can sue us if we say he did it. Allegedly. <laughs> and he will. He will come after us. People in the comments who are like, oh, um, this is all defamation. Like, it's a conspiracy theory. It's because he's speaking out against the man. A, there's no conspiracy. He's just a filthy person. B, he started his truth and, like, guru conspiracy journey four years ago when the investigation started. That is How not convenient. a coincidence. You started building up a red pill loony tunes on the internet like chronically online following and then you knew you were going to get done and now people are saying oh it's because he spoke out 
hopefully the number of comments saying that is not indicative of what people actually think. And that's just the people who are online too much, you know? I mean, I've done a small sample size research of a few pals and some mates at work and everybody has said they are so unsurprised by this news coming out. I feel completely unsurprised by this Mm. coming out. Like, Mm. he has always given off such seedy, creepy, yuck vibes, to be honest. I think the way he handled that divorce with Katy Perry on her documentary, albeit obviously from her lens, but still, he's an asshole. like... Good riddance. Danny Minogue said, and it's, it takes a lot for a celebrity to like go on record and say this. She called him a vile predator. Oh, In yes, the press. Eh? Like, that's a huge, she's like, he always takes it too far and doesn't take no for an answer. Like, that's celebrity saying that. That girl, that 16-year-old girl who's the taxi driver, he sent the driver to pick her up and bring yeah. him to his house. And the driver begged her not to get out of the car. Was like, really? Please, yeah, it was like, please don't go in there. Like big turd, she went anyway. Because oh, a sixteen-year-old would, she'd be absolutely swept yeah, up. Like, in it. where the hell are her parents? Like, yeah, having sending her off in a limo to his house. Yuck! I've actually met him. So have I. Have you? Yes. When did you meet him? Um, years ago in a cafe in Notting Hill, a vegan cafe in Notting Hill. Oh my god! You chat to him? Yeah. Like very briefly, I said hi on my way to the loo. <laughs> I only went to the loo because I so wanted to say go past his table. It was only me and him in there. He was with his agent. And apparently he goes in there all the time. Well, he used to go in there all the time back in the day. And I was the only other person in the cafe. I, I saw him arrive and like go and take a table at the back. And while I was waiting for my food, and I said to the waitress when she bought my food, like, is that Russell Brand? And she was like, yeah, he comes in here all the time. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, my God. And she was at the toilet's just behind his table if you want to walk past and say hi to him. And I was like, okay. So I what did. What a legend. I know. Really so nice. I know. I met him. He came to Auckland and did a talk. I used to love his books. I obviously love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Do you know what? I'm going to have to park that as a favorite movie because now we've got him. We've got Jonah Hill, who's a prick. And we've got Mila Kunis, who defended Danny Masterson. Are we allowed to still like movies, though, with bad people on them? Then we're getting into separating the art from the artist, which is, you know, it's like if you give me a Woody Allen movie, there's no fucking way I'll watch it. But if if you give me super bad with Jonah Hill, I'm like, oh, mm, still a good movie. What's Jonah Hill done? Those texts with his girlfriend, remember? No. And they came out and she's a professional surfer and he sent her the bucket list of things that he didn't want her to do, like surf with other men, surf in bikinis, <laughs> have lunch have lunch with her unstable single friends. And like people took the absolute person. He was like, these are my boundaries. Like a boundary is something you set for yourself. You can't use it to control other people. Yeah. And he's using all this, like, supercharged therapy speak to control his girlfriend. And she came out and she released all these texts because she was like, he's a prick. You guys should all know it. And then people, like, repurposed the list for, like, my summer bucket list and stuff. Like, That's lunch so with all women, surfing with men. It was real crack up. But Mila Kunis, back to the Danny Masters and stuff, like, they didn't know those letters were going to be released. And they said as much in their tragic apology video. Like, they literally were like, oh, we didn't realize people would see these. And like the amount of evidence it would take to lock up a celebrity Scientologist for 30 years. It's such a mare from them. Like it's such a mare. So much to put him away. Um, I reckon he's got dirt on Ashton and was like, do this or I'll release it. No, surely not. I reckon. I reckon there's something there. It's a good conspiracy. Thank you. I feel like there's been a lot of celebrity gossip recently, hasn't there? Like, yeah, it's bad. Danny Mouse must have been making a fortune. I know. Of us. I know. But yeah, he sounds like 
an absolute animal and like it's kind of like they're defending him and they're like we know he did it but come on man he's our friend like <laughs> he'd already been convicted I think at that point they're just trying to lessen his sentence like like come on using their celeb powers to yeah exactly like um get a grip. trying to think of charm the charm the judge charm the judge so if I wrote a letter like that they'd be like who the hell are you <laughs> I'm I'm Alex's kitchen story, bitch. <laughs> I'm a paparazzi now. Friends of the Paps, have you not heard? <laughs> F-O-T-P. It's a really redeeming quality. There's the scanty's actually going down a treat. I take back all my slander. There's also Oh wow, my brain today. It's the county. It's the county. Also, we only have decaf coffee in the house, which is Oh, yikes. That'll be why she's not firing on all cylinders. That's not how I like to start my day. It's like cafe decaf, and I was like, there's no way that that's real coffee that's got to be decaf. Yikes. And I don't speak Italian, but I'm going to make some educated guesses here. Uh, anyway, really gross people. And so now one of my favorite movies, I'm like, you're all a bit icky. As long as nothing comes out about Jason, it won't. He's a saint. Then it's fine. My bun today, I can see I've like just redone it because it was falling out and now looks like a real 90s situation where you wore one of those scrunchies that had the fake hair and spikes. <laughs> Bring that back. That was cool. <laughs> Trust Gen Z, they'll be bringing it back. Sorry, I'm doing another Aria. It's so annoying. Like, if you're going to bring back the 2000s, you don't get just to bring back like the cute spaghetti strap tops. Bring back board shorts, bitch. If you really care about Y2K <laughs> fashion, you will be in knee-length board shorts. It was silky boxes hanging over the top. <laughs> oh, you don't want to wear that? Okay. And don't tell me you like Y2K fashion. Then put away the miniskirt. Put away the low-rise jeans, you animals. <laughs> I can't believe those have come back. They won't be coming back for me. Like, no one wants them. I, I couldn't possibly. Like, I don't have the figure for low-rise jeans. <laughs> Hot TikTok is wearing them. I'm so glad. Low-rise jeans went out when we were like 11 before I'd hit puberty and had an Thank ounce of fat on me. Thank God. Thank God. We were killing it. As preteen tweens, if you tried to put me in low rise now, oh my god, it would be harrowing for any punter on the street who walked past me. Honestly, I think I would look like I had something wrong with me if I was walking around in low rise jeans. I mean, obviously, I'm pregnant at the moment, which wouldn't be <laughs> ideal. But See, that would be that would be quite scarce. So it would be like it would actually be acceptable at the moment. It would be Rihanna vibes if you were rocking some low rise next time you went out. One time when I was in my early pregnancy, I was like trying to find celebs that had been pregnant so I could like see what they wore because I was really confused at the start. I was like, "What the hell am I meant to wear?" And everyone wears baggy jeans that aren't done up with like a slightly cropped shirt, and I'm like, "You can't wear that out of the house." Like, no. That's photo shoot only, and I just feel like it's really, it gives mixed messages, you know? Like, I'm never going to put on jeans that I can't do up and wear them with a short top. No, <laughs> that's real Winnie the Pooh vibes. I'm not into that. It's like a top just floating over your belly. It's so confusing. I'm like, just show me what you're wearing day to day so I know what I can wear in a corporate environment. Thank you. Corporate environment. One of our pregnant friends is... um. She was terrified. She was like, all I wear is jeans. All my clothes are jeans. And now what am I going to do? I'm not going to get a stretchy wristband, wristband. Yeah. Stretchy waistband. waistband. I wonder what she ended up doing. I haven't taken stock in my... She's worn a lot of dresses, I think. That's well, the vibe. it's been summer, so... Summer pregnancy is ideal. I reckon being pregnant in winter would be really, really tough with the dress code. Like, I honestly don't know what I would wear. Every time it's been a cold day, I'm really battled. Would you just wear, like, a big 
jumper dress with tights and boots. I think so, yeah. Or maybe skirts with tights and jumpers over the top. Tough though, really I'm tough. I'm going to have to buy a whole new wardrobe, hey? And to get, yeah, well, that's the thing I really didn't want to. I was like, I'm not buying maternity clothes. Like, I just, I don't have the disposable income for that sort of thing. On one of the pods where I was like, you can buy two dresses. And you're like, okay, thank you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I don't fucking know your, I don't know anything about your financial situation, but you're my friend and you can have new clothes. Amex says yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. My Amex is looking. So, guys, never fly with KLM, Royal Dutch Airlines. They are liars and they are thieves. I wrote a <laughs> trust pilot review being like, scam artists would give zero stars if I could. They have absolutely rolled me. It's so rude. I'm like out 800 pounds. They told me I could spend all this money, and I did, obviously. And now they're like, oh, we didn't say that, shorty. Sorry. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) It was a prank. It wasn't a very funny prank, KLM. So, yeah, I'm I'm running up the old credit card, eh, which is concerning. Yeah, that's the thing. When you turn to the credit, it's always hard because it just keeps saying yes. Remember when I had a boyfriend who I ordered a credit card and he cut it up because he said I wasn't responsible enough? <laughs> That's so not all good. Isn't that psychotic? If you're listening, that wasn't okay. And now I've got one and I'm very responsible most of the time. Amex are calling me every day asking me to shut down my account. Amex <laughs> like me so much they ring me constantly. I never answer, but like they must be obsessed with me. Do you know what Amex do to me? They up my limit without asking me actually no so they they notify me they send me a letter first of all I don't read mail so I'm never going to open that letter and I'm terrified of mail when it comes to tells I'm like what is this I don't want to know please email me shred it and they up my limit all the time and Sam one day was like how did your limit get this high I was up to like (laughs) 20 grand or something (laughs) as my limit I was like, well, in case of emergency. Um, I was like, I honestly don't know. I swear I haven't done this. He was like, you must have had to do this. I was like, I honestly didn't. I wouldn't believe you either if you were like, no, no, no. No, sweetie, I did nothing. He'd be like, come on, more. <laughs> yeah. You've been calling Amex. We're all friends here. But yeah, no. So they, they just up your limit for you and they like call us if you don't want us to do it. And I'm like, well, I'm obviously not going to call you, am I? You know? No. Who has the time for that? I mean, we do, but we won't be doing it. What are you watching or reading this week? So this week I've read a book I really liked called Something in the Water. And it's by Catherine Steadman. And she plays Mabel Lane Fox in Downton Abbey. It's her first book. Oh, yeah. And it's so good. It's about a couple who she's like a videographer and he's something bank fancy. And in in finance. Oh, God. Your street is so loud. It's like this all the time. Oh, good luck to the baby sleeping through the day. Anyway, they go on their honeymoon in Bora Bora and find something in the water, which is where the name of the book comes from. And I won't I won't tell you any more about it, but it's really good and like twisty turny. I looked at reviews afterwards and some people said it's predictable. Not for me. Uh, so that's rude. It was really good. Not for your small brain. Not for my tiny brain, apparently. But um, yeah, I really liked it. And then I've been watching, I've just finished... It's an Australian series called Class of 07. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Really good. It's about a girl, like these girls all get back together for their high school reunion and there's and the apocalypse happens. And so they're all like, 
stuck together. Oh, a bit like Tomorrow When the War Began. But like funny. Yeah. And it's got the main girl who plays Ellie from Tomorrow oh, When the War Began as the main I girl like in this. Her. It's her and it's the girl from, uh, she plays the girlfriend in the movie about the Cray twins and she's in the series of Unfortunate Events. She plays Violet. Yeah. Yeah. Those were my favourite books growing up. Oh my God. Literally like when the best. The next one would come out, I would make my mum drive me to the bookstore and we would be there that day picking it up from Dimmux or Wickles or whatever it was. Love Dimmux, RIP. Um, and it had the like pages that were kind of different lengths and stuff. It blew my mind when I realised Lemony Snicket wasn't a real person. Like my like nine-year-old brain could not compute that at all. And I was talking to mum about it and I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Jennifer Lawrence meme. She's like, what do you mean? Anyway, it's about the apocalypse. The Not, not a spoiler, but the ending is kind of annoying, but it is... Um, it was a really good show and gave me lots of laughs. And it's also just nice hearing your accent or something similar to your accent, you know? Yeah. Um, I really liked it. It was just close to home and, like, all of the music was from, like, when we were growing up. Oh, that's so cool. Have you seen Colin from Accounts? That's an Australian show as well and it is absolutely hilarious. The trailer does not do it justice. I watched the trailer and I was like, that looks crap. I'm not watching it. And I thought I'd give it a go anyway and it's absolutely hilarious i feel like the aussies are doing really well in the arts recently producing like a lot of good tv the irish too they're like they must have like put government money into it i don't know but had some grants going it's it's working well for them whatever they've done colin colin from accounts colin from accounts so good um well i'm not reading anything as per but should we cut that segment people are gonna <laughs> think we're such morons <laughs> we are I've got an English degree too. Like, it's super unacceptable how little I read. <laughs> I'd say I'm busy, but I'm not. I am going to start watching. I haven't yet. But next week I'm going to start watching Wilderness. Oh, yes. It's the new Jenna Coleman series. I'm so excited to read it, to watch it, and sorry. the guy from all the, um, all the like, Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor. You know how I told you they use the same yep. cast? Yeah. It's, it's one of the cast from that. I'd love to see him branching out. Yeah, good for him. I love her so much. She's actually walked past our house before and I saw her in the flesh and she's beautiful, like tiny, so beautiful. And I've seen her once on the tube as well. Do you know apparently Stella McCartney, the paps told me, often gets the tube to the fashion shows so that she doesn't get papped. So she goes in with all the non-celebs through the other entrance. Really? Why? Because if you arrive in a car, you have to go through. The cars have like, they, they channel the cars up a certain way oh and you gosh. have to go through the main entrance in front of the paps. I love that. But if you're coming on foot, you often go through a different entrance where there's no cars. And so she'll often get the tube. A humble queen. So that she can just go through. I know. So cool. See, another hot tip from the paps. That's why you hang out with them, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, I love Jenna Coleman. I'm going to start watching it. Uh, so I'll let you guys know next week how it is. I'm really excited. I don't even know really what it's about, but I just saw it advertised to me. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, what, what's she been in? Because everyone talks about her, but I've got no idea who she is. Just that she's very pretty. So she was on Me Before You, the sister. Oh, yeah. Um, she was also on The Serpent. That's where I really fell in love with her and loved her. She's been on a few other things I can't think right now. She looks a bit like Anna Dowmas. Yes, a little bit, yeah. Tiny, pointy nose, round face, pale skin. Quite tanned. Dark hair. Oh. <laughs> very, very pale skin. Yes. She's quite tanned. Oh, is she? I took it back. Must be nice that I had to fake tan to come to Italy. That made no sense. Oh, my God. Yesterday on my way here, I ran into someone who I used to have, like, the fattest crush on. He would have had absolutely no idea. I hadn't seen him in like a decade probably. 
and I ran into him and I stink of fake tan. My hands are like dark orange. <laughs> he was like, oh, hi. I was like, oh, hi. Like, where are you off to? And he's like, work. Where are you off to? I was like, oh, I'm going on holiday. Hence, you know, hence the tan. He was like, oh, wait, are you coming back from holiday? I was like, no, Emmett, shut up. I can't believe you see this. <laughs> Stop trying to make jokes all the time. Sometimes it's not appropriate. Be normal. <laughs> Honestly, like, I felt like I was in flea bag. I was like, oh, like, why did you say that? And I was like, no, no, I mean... Because, um, you know, it's out of a bottle. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go. Good to see you. Hope I don't see you again for another decade. Have a nice life. Have a nice life. That was uncomfy for everyone. Perfect. <laughs> I got on the tube and was like, Emma, why are you like this? Some people find it endearing, but it's never the people that I like that find it endearing. You know? <laughs> Who finds it endearing? <laughs> you, bitch. <laughs> I do. One day, You're right. One do. day I'll find someone who I like. Who likes, you know, it's always the people you fancy that who don't like you back. Really? Maybe that's something for my therapist. Yeah. I think it is. I'd table that with her ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love her. Honestly, I'm so grateful. Like, I don't I don't think I've said this on here. Like, I don't pay for my therapy. It's completely free, private therapy through my health insurance at work. And it's so lit. Like, I rock up and these, like, 200-pound sessions, I'm just like, hey, girl. Like, the last one, she's like, what do you want to talk about today? And I was like. I, I don't know. What, what do you want to talk about? She's like, did you like, did you think about the appointment where you're on your way? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Just like, did you think about the appointment at all when you're on your way here? I was like, honestly, no. I was thinking about the pod because we just recorded. She was like, okay, uh, well, it was just, <laughs> just like. If I was a therapist, I would reach out to everyone's friends and be like, can you give me a small, honest summary about them? You're a psycho. You so would. And I would take that into the first session and be like, okay. You know, because I feel like you'd get a good full picture that way and you'd really cut the crap, Yeah, you know? So true. And it's like how people said about Jonah Hill, like some people shouldn't go to therapy because all they do is get enabled by their therapist and get all these big yeah. fancy words to throw around at totally. the people in their life for the wrong reasons. I think I'd be too impatient for therapy, to be honest. Like, I'd be like, just cut to the chase, diagnose me, why am I like this? You know, I don't want to talk. I can't be bothered. <laughs> Can we just skip to the end? Oh, man, is that not how it works? I'm, I'm, I'm like that as well. I was, I'm like, she's, she's even said to me, she's like, you, you just rationalise everything. Like, she'll say this and I'll be like, okay, how do we fix it? And she's like, no, stop. Just like, chill. She was like, You're, I can see your fixing brain go on. Stop it. Just sit and relax and I was like no what are you trying to fix I'm trying to think of an example yeah I couldn't and god I could not be a therapist say eh? I'd find it quite interesting but I'd probably be too impatient with people you'd as well. be you'd find it interesting for the wrong reasons though you'd be like me it's like those memes that are like I couldn't be a therapist because I'd want you to show me a photo of the guy you're talking about yeah 100 percent. I'd be like oh my god what's he like show me I'd be like we need him to come in yeah yes <laughs> couple therapy would be interesting if you were a therapist I would be terrible at it because I'd be like, it's his fault. It's okay, Queen. Let's go for a drink. I think there should be a couple's therapy where they're not trying to fix you. They're just trying to tell you if it's a goal or not. So like you go and you're like, hey, here's our issues. And, and she's like, no, divorce. Or like, yeah, you guys have something here. Work through it. I reckon a good therapist would do that. Because do you think? I don't think they would. I think some therapists would be like, no, let's keep seeing you. We can fix this. But a good therapist might be like, guys, cut and run. This isn't going anywhere. I don't reckon they'd be allowed to do that because it'd be too risky. Well, you're not allowed to give advice allegedly as a therapist. Yeah. Well, my therapist gives me advice all the time. I fucking love it. Really? That's good. That's helpful. She's fantastic. I don't know if you're allowed to take... That's one of the rumours that goes around, right? Like a therapist can't tell you what to do. Maybe they should. New form of therapy coming in led by me. 
just come to my sessions and I'll tell you what to do with your life. <laughs> that would be so far up your street. <laughs> I'd love that. Let's move on to letters from the fans. Oh, yeah. We've got a couple. I've got a good one today. Hit me. Hey, girls. Absolutely loving the pod. Can confirm that fucking phenomenal is now a part of my everyday language. I listen to your pod during work at my corporate office job and have had a few glares from the old boomer that sits next to me when I physically laugh out loud because oh. you guys are such a hoot. I don't <laughs> think he's so caught cool. on that I have my AirPods in. Probably thinks I'm just laughing to myself. <laughs> I have two questions. One, could Alex start a segment of some of the rude things that people have said on her free content she shares? Still baffles me that people have something to say on free content. Do you know what? I love this person. That's often that's often what annoys me when people do criticize me or like, I don't know, come with something negative. I'm like, this is all free. You haven't paid for this. You've got <laughs> absolutely no right. You've got no skin in the me. game. Yeah. <laughs> like, fine if you were paying me for a service and you weren't happy with that service but like you're literally consuming it for free like I'm barely getting paid mate from anyone it's that like what about ism like you'll see something and someone will say oh well I'm a someone will make a berry pie like oh well what about me I'm allergic to berries like people feel so entitled on social media so entitled on social media now that they'll comment on anything as if it's directly curated for them spoiler alert it wasn't like they're taking the for you page of TikTok way too literally, way too literally. People, someone will say something they're like, "Oh, gee, so uh, there must be something wrong with me because X, Y, Z." It's like this actually had nothing to do with you, and nobody asked for your opinion. And sometimes I'm not proud of it, but I'll comment on it. This clearly has nothing to do with you. <laughs> like, move it along. You can keep scrolling. No one's forcing you to keep watching this. No one. Anyway, back to the letter. Uh, yeah, so she wants a new segment on that. To, to be honest, I actually get very, I've said this before, I actually get very, very, very little um, criticisms or negative comments. I'm actually really grateful for that. Most people that follow me you are, are hashtag blessed. divine and lovely, and I actually love all my followers. Her second question is, I'll be coming to London for three days in August next year. What are the must-see things to do and eat? Keep up the fucking phenomenal pod. Oh, oh what a lovely person. So London for three days. What are the must I would just explore neighbourhoods. Like I'd go around West London, mm. I'd go around like Notting Hill, Portobello Road, uh, Kensington, um, come to East London, have a look around Shoreditch. And Dalston. I know that you are too good for <laughs> Dalston, but when my parents were here, I took them around, took them to Dusty Knuckle, took them to the Beauvoir Deli Cafe. Yeah, Dusty Knuckle's great. The area is so cool and so cute. Go up to Dalston Roof Park and have a drink. Yeah, I do think just try and explore some areas that you know that people live in or that you've heard of that are really nice. Like Chelsea's always intriguing. Yeah, <laughs> must be nice. Touristy stuff. I personally love the Churchill War Rooms, but if you're not really into World War II, it might not be of interest, but I found that absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Tower of London I still haven't done, but that's meant to be incredible. Meant to be amazing. But even just like walking along the Thames is really cool like you see so much you can go down to Westminster have a look around there go and visit number 10 look at the Big Ben yeah Big Ben's now exposed all the uh, all the works are gone I went with my parents it's the first time I'd seen it clear ever oh so ever. cool yeah that's exciting and then to eat I would say go to one of the big mama restaurants I reckon 
Oh, God. Go to jacuzzi. The interiors are so, yeah, jacuzzi or any of them, really. Socolo. They're so cool. The interiors are just incredible. The service is phenomenal. And they're just such a great time. Like the food, the food's really good. I wouldn't say it's like an exceptionally exciting menu. But it's yum. But it's a delicious Italian pasta, lots of truffle, lots of burrata. So like you can't go wrong. Delicious. So, so, so nice. Yeah, I'd say definitely get one of those on your list. Also, August, summer, I would go to Towpath if you're staying east yes. around Islington Ways just because it's a cute cafe on the canal and it's just very authentically kind of East London to Beauvoir London. So cool. So cool. Hopefully that helps. Have you got any letters? I do have a letter. I've got a letter today. So nice. Again, this is a letter where she said, she goes, okay, I'm back. Am I the first fan to write two letters? I'm still listening, so that's high praise. Thank you for your custom. She said, I wanted to say two things. One, absolutely love the Monday memes. You curate such a fabulous, hilarious selection. I'm always genuinely bursting out laughing. Um, thank you. That is <laughs> my favorite thing. I'm almost wondering whether we start putting them on the grid. I absolutely love doing Monday memes. Meme Monday, as it's known. It's so fun, and I love getting to share my passion for memes with all of you. <laughs> I'm so glad that someone likes them. And then she said, and number two, don't think you can get away with not talking about the fact you now have a sponsor. Hello, how did that happen? How awesome? What's the setup? And don't be so humble. I promise we'll buy the products, but give us a goss and how you became sponsored and how you thought you could sneak that in unnoticed. That is very cute. That's and thank so you cute. for noticing. We're absolutely pumped. We were. We're so excited. So we've partnered with Monday Hair Care, um, which were products that I was already using and absolutely loving. So it was like a perfect partnership. Absolute no-brainer. Yeah, complete no-brainer. Um, the products are available, as I think we've said, actually, in the UK and New Zealand. So it kind of worked for our audience too, which was really exciting. In Australia, I know we've got lots of Aussie listeners. Is it? And yeah, we're we're so excited to be with them. We're so, so happy. Like, yeah, I love, I love their brand. And I mean, this has been in the works for like almost two months. I've been dying to talk about it. Yeah. And I'll be like, when can we get this going? When can we? And Alex's like, chill, it, it takes a while. I'm like, no. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's so exciting and we're absolutely thrilled. They're such a great team to work with as well, like really, really easy to work with. They've been super chilled, um, super lovely, and have been patient with us coming on the journey, learning how to do it all too. So yeah. we're super excited to be partnered with you, Monday. Thank you so yeah. much. And and thank you for your lovely message. And we've made some changes to our structure too. I think we're going we're gonna to we mix have. it up a bit. What do you guys think? We've cut out the segment on what we learned on social media because it was proven quite challenging to find things to learn on social media each week <laughs> and we didn't think it was really adding much. And then we've also cut things we want to buy, which is was also just we didn't think it was really adding much value. But if you guys missed those segments, then please let us know. If there's anything you'd like know. us to add in or remove, we probably won't remove any more because we wouldn't have much left. <laughs> what do you guys want to get? We're thinking about... Throwing in a little Q&A box into the Instagram as well, maybe once a month or something, and we can answer questions on there if, if there's anything you want to chat about. I actually did learn something on social media before we cut this piece, which was that there's a there's a city in Switzerland where people will commute by swimming down the river. They have these... I learned that this week too. Yeah. There's yeah. a very similar algorithm, and they've got like little inflatable bags. They put their stuff in that help you float and keeps them dry. So cool. And it would have looked so clear and beautiful. And I, just I thought, know, didn't it? big part of me thought, ooh, it's pretty tempting. I did think that looked very ideal, but then I was like, realistically, after I finished work, would I go and put my togs on 
and swim home, I honestly think the chances are reasonably slim. I think it would be refreshing. I think it would be nice. It would be so nice. Don't get me wrong. It would be absolutely incredible, but you know me. <laughs> I don't love getting wet. I'm very impatient. I can't imagine being happy with just floating home. Floating in a, floating in a current. The good thing is they don't actually swim. They just float. That's what got me. That looked quite divine. I won't be out here doing breaststroke to get home. I'll just be floating on my back. <laughs> That's the dream. I'd probably get a boat or something and just hoon past everyone, chop up all the other people with my motor. <laughs> got things to do, places to be. Move, wench. i got to be on my couch. <laughs> here we go. Well, what is your takeaway for everyone this week? Oh, it's pretty lame. <laughs> but I thought it was nice. Look, okay. It is a Hebrew saying. Oh. Yeah. Well, they said, I'm Hebrew, there's a say. So I'm guessing English wasn't their first language. Um, but you can tell the true color of a man by three things. And because we are gender diverse, we'll say a man or a woman. You can tell true color of a person by three things. Their pocket, if they're generous with money. Their temper, how they behave when they're mad, and their drink, their glass, how they behave when they're drunk. I like that. I thought, very interesting. Mm, that is interesting. Things to bear in mind. If he's a mean drunk, like allegedly Jimmy Fallon is, then... Really? Isn't that sad? One of my favourite people was getting cancelled, because apparently he's... I don't like him. I reckon he's so cocky. I, well, apparently. I love him. I think he's gorgeous and so funny and seems so nice, but apparently he's an asshole like fans will come up to him and be like hey sorry I don't want to bother you and he's like well you're bothering me and apparently one of them was like oh sorry and he's like oh sorry like imitating them and they were like that doesn't surprise me at all I reckon he reeks of that oh my god see I'm so trusting and so gullible I'm like he seems so nice on his show that he gets paid to be nice on that makes me sort of sad oh, I reckon he seems like a cock on that show like he you can tell he's just like acting this fake, funny, nice guy. Yeah. I reckon. Well, I will defer to you. Which turns out he is. Turns out he is. I'll defer to you for character judgments next yeah, time I start please do. maybe dating someone. I'll bring them around to you and you'll be like, fake, liar. I actually think that's one of the few skills I possess in this life is being able to <laughs> see straight through me. I'm not good at much, but I can read people. <laughs> bring them around. Yeah, you do. You are actually quite good. Often you'll call stuff earlier than your average bear. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your acknowledgement. Well, my takeaway this week is to not be a victim. Just another short, sharp one from me. That is so you. You, But no, you take it too far. You won't ask for help and you're like, I can do it. I can do it. That's a separate issue. I am trying to work on that because I, I hate. I actually, it's an interesting thing. I When I realized that I didn't like asking people for help, my life made so much more sense because I also don't like people asking me for help because I'm always like, well, what? Like, you can do that by yourself. I ask you for help every single day. I'm like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? When people ask you to hold their jumper or their bag or something when they're like taking off their jumper on the street, I'm always like, what do you mean? Like, what would you do if I wasn't here? You'd still take off your oh, jumper. You don't need help. <laughs> It's honestly a horrible, horrible trait, but it's the truth. I like to be able to do things myself. Like I would do everything myself if I could, you know, cut my own hair, everything. Oh my God. See, I like having like people around. I'm half you. My, I think my mum's a bit like that. Like she's very self-sufficient. Whereas I'm like, is she a Virgo? Apparently it's a Virgo trait. No, she's a Leo. No, she's not. What's the one after Leo? Virgo. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> There you go. Ah, this needs further investigation. Yeah, that you don't like asking for help. You are a 
very classic Virgo. Mm. And I'm a classic Sag. Yeah, you are a classic Sag. Wow. Like everything aligns to you. So my, yeah, my takeaway this week is don't be a victim. I think obviously there's a time and place to want sympathy and need sympathy. But I think and if help, you can live. And need help. And help. And help. But I think if you can live your life thinking like, I don't want people to pity me. I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I want to be strong. I don't want to be known as a victim. I think it's a great mentality to move you forward. That's a good mentality and everything except something like mental health. I think that is a dangerous place to be not asking for help because so many people already don't. A thousand percent, but I'm not talking about people that are mentally unwell. I'm talking about people that are just living their everyday life with no, no mental illness. And no, no issues. Yeah. I think it's a very, it's quite a male trait to not, to not ask for help and be like, let's do it. Whereas girls are more community based. I reckon men need so much help. They can't Actually, find anything yeah. in the drawer. They can't That's find anything so in the true. wardrobe. Men constantly need help. I reckon women are better at not needing help. Oh my God, you're so... I was more thinking, again, sorry, I went back to the mental health thing. Men don't ask for help in that respect. But in everything else, they, they need so much hand-holding. They and do. like, oh, well, yeah, God, men, I don't know how, but they've had the best PR team. It's like that thing of whoever whoever rebranded anger as not an emotion. Like, men are like, oh, women are so emotional. Sorry, did you or did you not punch a hole in the drywall when you were a teenager? I fucking bet you did. Like, men are so emotional. Okay, how have you managed to turn my takeaway into a man versus woman <laughs> rant again? <laughs> it's not a rant. It's a carefully curated observation of society. But no, you're right. Women are very women are very capable. Very, extremely capable. I reckon a woman is 10 times more likely to get on and do something and not talk about it and ask for stuff than a man is. Yeah, 100%. Why do you think men decided to go back to the office? They couldn't handle being at home with kids. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I, I, I think asking for help and being a victim are two very, very different things, by the way, just to be clear on that. I think a victim is like feeling sorry for yourself unnecessarily. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. And having self-pity, which I, I I think you're better to not think that the world is against you. Yeah. You'll just have a happier life if you yeah. aren't self-piteous. Like, if you think things are going to go well for you and you have that belief, I do think, I know it's woo-woo, but positive thinking and... Definitely. Like, having having belief that there's no conspiracy, there's no one out to get you. Yeah, like, no one's out to get you. It's up to you, you know? And no one has it a million times better than you. Like, people just yes. get on with it. Don't find excuses for why you're not successful. It's only what you've got, really. So, yeah, on that very serious note, thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Again, to my really unusual takeaway at the end of the episode, leave you with that. That was very good. I like that a lot. And please keep your letters coming. We love receiving them, as always, to Takeaways Pod. No, Takeaways Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You do it. Oh, no, it's takeawayspodcast.gmail.com and at takeawayspod. Yeah, there we go, on Instagram. I was going to say, also, I want to bring in a segment where we give advice to people. If you have a question or you would like our thoughts on anything, agony aunt style, please, please write in. Write in with your, with your queries and with your concerns. We would love that. We would love to offer our unsolicited opinion on anything. Wow, well, very, our very un... Um, an expert, that's not a word. An expert? Very, very amateur advice. Amateur, that's a good word. That's a one great way of putting it. Our very amateur advice. Unprofessional. Amateurs. There we go. Unprofessional advice. Might add that to my LinkedIn. Unqualified. Unqualified. Unprofessional amateur. <laughs> but will but we'll give advice should she be asked. And I, and I hope to be. 
Especially give me boy advice. You would be good at that. You would be really good at boy advice. I'll be like, dump him. <laughs> I love it. And I'll be like, no, he's got these qualities and these qualities. But anyway, we are out of time. We're out of time. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.